Three, two. All right, guys, welcome to Courtside Indiana podcast. We're going to do uh, kind of two separate recordings here. We're going to have the 1A and 2A uh, reactions. We, I've got Kyler Staley with me. Dominic Neely is here. The three of us are going to give our real-time reactions to the draws as they come across. Um, I believe they go one. I believe they go in order: one A, two A, three A, four A. I think we'll have a quick pause after the two A draw. Uh, that will be a separate recording, and then there will be a uh, three and four A draw. And then you know, so you know, if you're in our YouTube room, you're hearing this. Thanks for coming in, guys. How are you? Doing yeah. well. Watching Zach's game on TV here. At the draw up as well. Yeah, Zach's in, Zach's in Nashville, Tennessee, watching the U.S. women's national team with his daughter. I mean, I guess kids come first. I don't know. <laughs> it's a touchy subject during sessional drawings. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things I don't know if I, yeah, I'd probably miss this. So, right now, the IHSA tournament draw show is uh, being streamed on ihsatv.org.com or dot um, org so if you're yep. interested in actually watching the draw again i don't know that anybody's in the chat room yet we probably i don't know if we'll have anybody in the chat room really i mean if you're interested enough to listen to us you're probably going to be watching it on tv so this may be a uh, a non-issue but Nevertheless, this last year is when we had the big belly dancer, <laughs> the, the naked belly dancer thing. Glad I missed that. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was interesting. So I put the link to our Zoom room. I put the link to our Zoom room in the, um, on Twitter and the bots <laughs> took over. It was not, it was not ideal. Um. I think there's enough of us that we didn't we decided not to get coaches. I decided not to get coaches this year because most of the the ones we want to talk to are with their team. Um, I guess we could have done a um, we could have done a post game post draw recording. I don't know what the interest there would have been with you guys, um, but right now the IHSA is uh, in commercial. I may try to edit some of this out. You never know. Maybe not. Um, I'm going to get the uh, feed up here and see if we can't somehow get. Uh oh. There we go. Sorry about that. I was trying to get the feed up my computer, and I don't know if we're going to be able to share screen or not. See if that, see if that works. Um, I don't think it's going to work the way I want it to. Oh, yeah, it might. Yeah, it might work the way I want it to. We'll see. Two-hour show, right? Yeah, they've got nighting up. Now, I forgot. We could have we could have had a little bit more lee- leeway time before we started. They probably won't start pulling names out of the hat until 5.15, <laughs> which, you know, is eight minutes from now. We're just um, so excited. We're, just we're so all excited. So well, I mean, okay, well, let's let's do this. Let's talk about what what are some things we're looking for. Like for me, narrative wise, I'm interested in the kids I coach and you know the sectional draws they're going to have and how brutal some of them are. I mean, Carmel, the Carmel sectional is always brutal. 
Um, you've got uh, my guy, Jake Cherry. Um, his sectionals is Brownstown, Providence, <laughs> Peak and Eastern. All those teams are having wonderful years. Uh, Lane and Beagle at Oak Hill. Uh, I know Kyler has already declared that sectional at Oak Hill back in November. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> um, easy, easy sectional, he said. <laughs> it's a wrap. Our instant reaction was, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> and then, like Greenfield, you know, Dylan Moles, uh, Greenfield sectional, or the, I don't know where it's, it's at Muncie Central. It's loaded this year. Richmond is, I mean, Richmond was down last year. They're good this year. Uh, Muncie Central has definitely improved from last year. Then you've got Anderson, Pendleton Heights, Mount Vernon, despite graduating damn near everybody, is, has a really talented group of freshmen and sophomores. And they are, um, and they're, they're good. I mean, Greenfield's having a great year. They are 19 and one. Um, all those teams in that sectional, except for Pendleton, are having really good years. So, new that pal. type of stuff. Yeah, new pal. Um, Evansville writes, you know, kid, I, Coach Isaac Kings down there. They, I mean, that's never, I mean, those guys are rivals. They beat up on each other all year long. Um, so, that's the type of stuff I'm looking forward to. Any, any particular draw you're looking forward to, guys? I would just say just around my area, you know, I follow the whole state, but just I try to cover Fort Wayne since I'm here, obviously. But like the Carroll sectional, there's really two teams, right? Northside and Carroll. I mean, Northrop's won four games. Snyder's won three. East Noble's won three. DeKalb's won five. Right. So just where, where are those guys? Are they going to play the first night or are they going to, you know, see where that matches up? Um, and then kind of the same thing at Holmes or at this one's at, uh, Where's this one at? Same thing at Columbia City. You know, Wayne and Homestead are probably the two. You know, Columbia City's have, having a decent year, but Wayne and Homestead are definitely probably the two favorites. So are they going to meet right away or, you know, kind of see where that draw um, lands up there? So those are coming some of the things I'm looking at. Fort Wayne you, area. Guys, you guys keep talking. I'm going to test some stuff out here. Go ahead, Kyler. Yeah, so, I mean – I'm always curious to see where sectional eight and sectional 10, I mean, arguably the two toughest uh, sectionals um, in the, uh, in the state. Um, I always like to see where they kind of shake out. You know, I always look at the Southern Indiana teams. I, I always love seeing how their sectionals always sh uh, shake out. I have a special place in my heart for Southern Indiana teams. So um, we'll, uh, we'll see that. I, I always just enjoy to see, you know, how that's going to, Oh, that's going to go. And then this year, especially for me, um, looking at all like the teams that have, you know, Indiana targets uh, that I use recruiting. So um, because, of course, I got to, you know, cover all them and everything. But um, overall, I'm just excited. I love sectional time. Yeah, you know, I, I just thought of I'm, I'm testing our screen sharing. Wondering if maybe I should check to see if we're violating copyright copyrights by uh, <laughs> sharing the actual uh, the, the actual stream on our on our feed again i don't think anybody's anybody's in here watching what we're doing you need to, get a lawyer, uh, to join the room well the the intention is just to show the brackets as they come across so that's 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 the intention i don't know that it's necessary we can read them as they come across um if i start seeing people show up in our room, then, then maybe we can, maybe we can change it up a little bit, but they are, they are now at a commercial break. 
Um, hey, are we gonna are we gonna figure out on this uh, <clears throat> show pairing show where like uh, semi state locations and all that, or do we know that already? We we won't know the actual. I mean, we know which where they're going to be. We just don't know who's going to be where, like which what path is going to be. They'll they'll do the same thing they did before, which is they'll determine who goes where for semi-state based on who actually gets through regionals, if that makes sense. They're going to draw yeah. it. They're going to draw sectionals and regionals today. And then they're going to come back on the 12th, March 12th, I think is the date, whatever that Sunday is and have another pairing show for the semi-state. And, and that's when they'll reveal locations. I don't know if they'll do, if they'll reveal locations like usually in you know, the last few years where we know where, where the semi-states are going to be by the time we go to bed on Saturday night after regionals. That's right. I think they're, they're probably going to wait and reveal it. Um, they're probably going to wait and reveal it at the draw on March 12th. But, you know, the, you know, the four North locations, for example, are Elkhart, Michigan city, Lafayette, Jeff and Huntington North or no Lafayette, Jeff and Logansport. Maybe it's Huntington North and Logansport. Anyway, uh, you know, I guess it just depends on who gets out of the regionals, you know, as to where they'll as to where they'll go. Like, for example, if Carmel gets out of the regional, you could probably bet they'll be at, you know, Lafayette, Jeff or Logansport. They won't make them drive all the way up to Elkhart or same with Kokomo. Um, trying to think of teams, you know, anybody that comes out of that Carmel section, if they get through the regional, you'd imagine they would be they would be paired up I, I i don't you know i don't know I, it just depends there's always such a kerfuffle about distance traveled for semi-states um that's just nature of the beast the, the, the deeper you get in the tournament the fewer teams play the longer they got to drive for the most part oh here we go jim 1a sectional 49 touts plays washington township try plays Morgan Township, Hammond Science and Technology gets the winner of the Couch Washington Township game. DeMott Christian gets the winner of Tri Morgan Township. Anything there? Setting up for a nice, nice championship there. Couch and Morgan Township on opposite sides. Absolutely. Couch has been able to keep it maintaining, huh? Yeah, they're tough, man. I watch I think I watched the, I watched the Couch and Morgan Township game. Uh Morgan, Morgan Township is undefeated among sectional teams. They're also undefeated in class at 7-0. and um, So, yeah, that's I guess that's the case. That's sectional 49. I mean, Morgan Township might have trouble with DeMont Christian. I don't know if they played them already this year or not. Doesn't look like yeah. it. Yeah, DeMont Christian oh. – and Demont Christian is three and one against sectional teams, but they've not played Morgan Township. No, so that'll be interesting. I had, yeah, Morgan Township. I mean, Counts is solid, but the Morgan Township's been awfully, awfully good. That's their yeah. second to lose or to win, however you want to put it. They're moving on now to sectional fifty. Turn of the Green Lawn versus Culver Academy or Culver Community. The winner gets Oregon Davis, Triton versus Argos. And then they get the winner of Marquette Catholic versus Westfield, Westville. 
it looks like most of the powers on the, the south part of the, the the bottom part of the, the bracket, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You, give me Argos there. I think they come out of that one. I mean, we're not doing pickums yet. Are we not? I mean, you could say it, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just going to. You're, you're picking Oak Hill for sectional twenty three. You can't back out of that. <laughs> yeah. You can't back out of that. Yeah. Right now, yeah, think... yeah we're going to do a separate separate pickum pod next week that'll that'll test nice. that'll test zach and dominique's parenting skills <laughs> <laughs> if we if we testing, get, i think we're testing it enough today I think, are we yeah, yeah. well th- th- yeah. you'd be watching this anyway next week is yeah. the week next week is the the, the 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 challenge you'd be you'd be sitting at your your desk or your den or wherever you watch tv watching this game or watching this show anyway i, I know i would Argos 5-0 and oh in sectional against sectional foes. Now we're moving to sectional 51. We've got uh, Hamilton versus Bethany Christian in round one. The winner plays Elkhart Christian. That's one half. The, up, the top half, it's only a five-team sectional. Lakewood Park Christian versus Lakeland Christian. Um, feels like Hamilton's being thrown to the Lions here, right? <laughs> it's because of all the Christian. They're 0-16. <laughs> Wow, yeah, so. <laughs> everybody else is a Christian team. So the, it's Hamilton being thrown to the Lions <laughs> is effectively what we've got. Lakeland Hamilton doesn't get a bye. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Lakeland Christian seems to be the class of this sectional. 17 and 4. They're from Bethany. Against, yeah, they're um, 12 and 3 against 1A teams. Bethany Christian's 8 and 3 against 1A teams. Stuff like that, I think, comes into play. Looks like Bethany Christian might play a tougher schedule. Moving on, they're moving quickly now. 52, the West Central sectional. Frontier, Caston, the winner gets Tri-County. West Central versus South Newton, the winner gets North White. No team in this sectional is over 500. (laughs) Rough. Welcome to class basketball, baby. (laughs) Frontier, of course, all these record stuff we're getting off John Harrell's site. So thank, thankfully, he does yeah, thank work. Of, yeah, keeping that up to date. Um, Frontiers four one against sectional foes, seven and four. Tri County six and four against class one A teams. Frontiers seven and four. Man, they got the top three teams on the top half of the bracket. They're moving pretty quick here. They are Southwood sectional. Fort Wayne Canterbury. So Southern Wells, the winner gets Smith Academy. Um, then the other semifinal game, it's a five-team section of Northfield versus Southwood. Again, no team above 500. We're going to have two teams get to the regionals. At least two teams get to the regionals with sub-500 records. That's a toss. Sectional 53 is a toss-up. Pick your poison <laughs> there. I mean, that's the most polite thing you could say about it. <laughs> I mean, I look Southwood. They're three and zero against sectional foes. They're three and zero against one A teams. That means they they scheduled up most of the year. I give them maybe an edge. I don't know. Fountain Central sectional fifty four, Attica versus Fountain Central. The winner gets North Vermilion. Clinton Central versus Faith Christian. The winner gets Rossville. Fountain Central is probably the class of that sectional. Huh. Attica is definitely not the class that that Attica is really. 
hitting a tough road here. They've been bad for a few years. I don't know what's going on there. Um, again, only one team in that sectional with, with a winning record. You got Rossville at 11-11. Yeah, and they're, they're, they always schedule up. So they, they could always jump up and sneak in and sneak in and beat somebody. Sectional 55, Tri-Central versus Anderson Prep. Um, the winner gets Daleville. Liberty Christian versus Cowan, the other half of that bracket. You know, Liberty Christian, some interesting wins for them, some interesting losses for them. Um, their best win of the year, they they beat um, – uh, where is it? They beat Westfield 50-48, to 48, you know. But then they've got some really bad losses, and I don't uh, – I don't know what to do with that. Man, See, now we got sectional 55 is interesting. Sectional 56 is that uh, try try versus blue river winner gets union Modoc. The other half of the bracket is Cambridge city versus Randolph Southern. The winner plays union city versus Seton Catholic a little bit more balanced than this one. I'm surprised that Seton Catholic is 10 and 3 or 10 and 13. Uh, Blue River seems to have the best record among sectional teams as far as like against sectional opponents. Um, but, you know, the best teams dudes, on the first night here? Yeah, probably. Try and Blue River. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can see Seton Catholic, though, making it to the championship. I think that's always the biggest like <clears throat> issue with people that want seeding is they don't want the best two teams playing night one. I, I get it, but it's, it's just for me, and I guess we could, you know, this could you know, this could definitely be something we talk about sometime, but for me, it's one of those deals. And now they're, they're going to go to a commercial. So we got some time to address it. They, it's just not a big enough sample size at the sectional level. You're, you're delaying that matchup by what? A couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it that important? I mean, we're going to have, I mean, it, it played out other than fountain central getting the buy in their sectional, it played out to where they, they're, they're the best team in that sectional record wise by, by, a, by a good amount. And they're playing attic on the first night. I don't think, I don't think that's a game we even need to see. Yeah, I like the way it is now. I like to draw a lot. Kyler, what do you think? I mean, people have been adamant about seeding the sectional. I mean, how would you seed the Carmel sectional? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big fan of seeding the sectional. I think that's what makes sectional fun is not the seeding. Um, it, it is a question, though. Um, especially when you look at the Carmel sectional. I, I don't know how you would do that, especially with the uneven teams um, with each sectional. It's it's kind of hard, but, you know, if I had a vote in it, I'd, I'd never see the sectional. Yeah, I mean, it's just – it's just not – it's just the difference isn't, what, a better matchup on Friday or Saturday versus Tuesday, Wednesday, depending on how many teams you've got. Right. I think it just takes the fun out of it. I mean – I just think it would take the fun out of it. 
I think if you're a, if you're a, a, a lower team or a team that's maybe like a, a, a middling team, a team that, you know, was good but not, not great, if you got two really good teams in your sectional, I think it gives you a chance to realize you, only, you may only have to play one of them to win a sectional. Uh, I think it allows for more upsets. Certainly, um, you know, allows for more upsets coming out of, you know, coming out of – or, you know, heading into the regionals. doesn't always make for great, great regional action. But, you know, looking at it from that point of view um, – Sharing some pictures on here of different teams. Yes. Yeah, I'm waiting for them to come show my house. <laughs> my my mess my mess of a house right now. I always like to see where teams are gathering. One Valley looks like they're in there uh, at the school. Like Hagers Hagerstown. Owen Valley, yeah, in their yeah their auditorium. Auditorium, yeah. Couldn't get come the on, word man. Out. Somebody needs to step up. I need to see more pizza boxes, Owen Valley. Let's go. There needs there needs to be some more pizza boxes there. Hagerstown was at a pizza joint, weren't they? Or yeah, something? they were. Looked yeah, like. absolutely. Bar was at some kind of bar and grill. It looked like that was probably a family section. Well, they they do things different down there. All right, we're still in one A. We're moving now to sectional fifty seven. They're back from commercial break. This is so our a baby. Let's go. That's right. It's White River Valley, Shackamack versus Lighthouse Christian. The winner gets North Central Farmersburg. The other half of the bracket is WRV versus Union Duggar or Duggar Union. Is that what they're going by now? Um, Bloomfield plays Clay City. Ooh. Bloomfield is the, the class of this sectional, but. but That's a uh, fun first game right there. What, Shackamack and Lighthouse? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, Bloomfield, Clay City. Bloomfield, Clay City. Oh, Bloomfield, Clay City. Yeah, the, the, the two top teams. That, you know, again, the you know it's going to be a good Wednesday night game. Basically, well, Mac and Lighthouse Christian's pretty good too. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's four teams in this sectional that have good records. I mean, North Central. I mean, did a good job getting that by there. That's probably. But I think, but but Bloomfield, I think, has played the the tougher schedule. Oh, yeah. Moving on to sectional 58 at Indiana Def. Interesting um, location there. Bethesda Christian versus Def School. The winner plays IMSA, which is Indiana Math and Science Academy. The other half is International versus Traders Point. The, uh, the winner gets uh, Indianapolis Metropolitan. Um, I mean, Bethesda Christian, Traders Point, best records. IMSA right there, too. Those, those three schools are over 500, the other three schools are sub 500. Uh, Bethesda is eight and one against 1A teams. Traders points 10 and two. Uh, Metro probably played a tougher schedule. But, but Bethesda's got some good wins, man. Yeah. They definitely they just, have some good wins. I just watched Metro last night a little bit at Linton Stockton. Got beat pretty good, but. I mean, they've. They got, They've they've got a lot of good wins on their on their docket, including wins over Heritage Christian. They've beaten Covenant Christian earlier in the year. No, they didn't. My fault. They beat Greenwood Christian twice. Nope, they lost them once. Who was their? Oh, they beat Tip. They beat Tipton. That's who the other win was. Uh, sectional fifty nine. 
at Lutheran. Eminence, the Eels baby, play Providence, Crystal Ray. The winner gets Indianapolis Lutheran. The other half is Tinley versus Greenwood Christian. The winner gets Victory College Prep. Lutheran with a great draw. Lutheran got a great draw. They That's a great one. You know, they, they won this thing last year. They, they've not had the year I kind of thought they would, but they have sched, scheduled up. Tenley losing the Pinkstons. I know we're through a whole season now. Uh, they, they've gone young this year. You know, I've not seen them play yet this year. That may be something I'd be trying to do this week. But just to see Dijon Hall, how he's doing. Um but Greenwood Christian is is typically tough. You know that could go either way. There's there's a lot of parity. These these schools really don't play each other during the year. Yeah, fantastic sectional, draw by Lutheran. Sectional sixty. Sectional sixty. This one gets interesting. South Decatur versus Edinburgh. The winner gets Oldenburg Academy. Jackson Dell versus Southwestern Shelby. Waldron. They play the winner of Waldron versus Morristown. I say it was interesting. I, I guess not as good. I mean, Edinburgh has not had the record I thought they would. Jackson Dell's not had the record I thought they would would coming into this year. I mean, I thought we we all thought pretty highly of Edinburgh coming into the year, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, there's seven I and four. Top ten. Yeah, there's seven and four against one A teams. Jackson Dell seven and one. Waldron ten and eleven. They're eight and four against one A teams. You know, you look at the sectional matchups, so they play each other. There's a, there's a good amount of parity in this draw. Well, it looks like South Decatur is the only team that's beaten Edinburgh in the sectional. So, for those guys to start off against, pretty interesting. Yep. Sectional 61, West Washington versus Borden. The winner gets South Central Elizabeth. The other half is Rock Creek, Rock Creek Academy versus Christian Academy. Uh, the winner gets Lanesville. Uh, Borden, South Central, Christian Academy, all with pretty impressive records. Rock Creek, they have the talent to win it. They've got the size with Marielle Dipper. Um, they've also got the three kid. They've got a good. They've got a good couple of good guards, but they they have a pretty low record. They're six and thirteen, but they've played a lot of bigger schools. They've they yeah. definitely scheduled up, so their their record may be a little deceiving. They Christian got Academy. Go ahead. I'll say Rock Creek's got James County, Bloomington South, Connorsville, Concordia, Harrison, yeah, uh, Providence, Jeffersonville. I mean, yeah, they're peaking. I mean, they've definitely got, got a good schedule. They schedule up. Christian Academy has Josh Renfro, probably the best talent in that, or yeah, probably the best talent in that sectional. It's either him or Deper, one or the other. Marielle, baby. Marielle Dipper. How tall is he? Seven, seven feet. Thanks. Just super thin. Good kid. Puts in a lot of work. I, you know, you'd like to figure out how he's gonna put on and maintain weight. But another sectional here with another sectional here at New Washington with no no one over five hundred. Yep, no one over 500 in, in the New Washington sectional. Shaw Memorial plays New Washington. The winner gets Trinity Lutheran. Rising Sun versus Medora. The winner gets Crothersville. 
like Dominique said, nobody in this sectional is over 500. So we're going to have at least three teams in the regional with sub 500 records. Uh, New Washington, Trinity Lutheran, Rising Sun all have one loss against sectional teams. None of them were great against 1A teams. Nothing stands out schedule-wise um, as far as like maybe any of, any of them scheduled up. Doesn't look like it. Rising Sun's probably the favorite in that lower half. I mean, they got looks like they got an easier route. Yeah. Good luck picking this one. That's the bad. I mean, that's just the bad thing about class basketball is you get some of these sectionals. You know, I mean, I know I'm. I, I know anybody could easily accuse me or any of us being biased, but I'll get to that point here in a minute. Sectional sixty-three. This is a good one. Vincent's Reve versus Lagodi. The winner gets Bar Reeve, who drew the bye. The bottom half is Springs Valley versus Washington Catholic. The winner plays Shoals versus Orleans. I mean, Orleans got what they wanted. And if this was seeded out, this is exactly how it would be seeded, right? Lagodi and Bar Reeve would be in one half, and Orleans would be in the other. Absolutely. Right. I mean, they may not, but, you know, sure they'd rather play. You know, Vincent Reve or Washington Catholic, it's that Springs Valley, but, but, uh, or instead of Shoals, the Jug Rocks, but that's, that's how it goes. Looks like Orleans, Orleans beat Shoals, uh, like by like 13 points earlier this season. Yeah. I, don't, I was going to say that, that 1A state final game last year was just bad basketball. And it was, it was not, a great game. It was not it was a rock fight, basically. And both those teams are really good, you know, for especially, you know, for 1A teams, but I just think it's the, the bad thing about class basketball is it's going to produce some rough matchups. Sectional 64. Wood Memorial sectional, they open up against Evansville Christian. The winner gets Tecumseh. And then Candleton on the bottom half plays Evansville Day. The winner gets Northeast the boys. I bailed on a chance to go see Evansville Christian Saturday against Noblesville. Um, too much work on my trying to lay my damn flooring, but I, I definitely close wanted, was it? No, no, it ended up Noblesville won pretty easily. Um, you know, record wise, there's a lot of parity here, but Evansville Christian scheduled up. You know, they're undefeated against sectional teams. They're seven and two against one A teams. You know, they're seven and seven against the rest of the state. And it doesn't make them impenetrable. But you know, they got Josiah Dunham. They definitely had the best player in the sectional. So that's a plus. Josiah Dunham fan. Yeah. Love his game. Um no, back to the point I was making earlier. That the 1A game last year was just not – it was not – you know, neither team shot the ball well. You know, and, it, and even if the idea is both teams defended well, which is probably true, um, it, it's situations where the, those guys weren't the, as talented – Maybe, you know, there's not enough talent on the floor. I mean, Mullins obviously can go out and get whatever shot he wants most of the time. Um, 
Easy Jim. Easy. Those What's North that? Davies, those North Davies fans well, down can, there. Hey. Bring the smoke. I, no, I mean, <laughs> bring it, it was a rock bring fight. No, I agree there, with you. There there have been other games. There was there have been the the was a couple years ago, Silver Creek versus Culver Academy was a rock fight. Yeah. You know, you don't want to see games like what Cathedral did in Chesterton. But at the same time, you know, you for the most part, the 4A game has been pretty dynamic. I mean, Chesterton, you just couldn't throw it in the ocean. But you could see, too, what, what a team like Cathedral could do, you know, could do to them. Yeah, actually, they're on a commercial break now. So they're going to come back with 2A. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I did. I was going to say, it looks like Ileana Christian and Gary 21st are the, I think they'll start there, sectional 33. Yeah. Looks like they're the class of that sectional. When they, when, when they go from 2A to 3A, I'm going to stop the recording, but we're going to stay in the same room. I don't know what, what that will, that won't do anything to our live room. They're gonna have a decent break, or no? There won't be. They'll be the same type of. It'll just be a commercial. They might do some things. They might whatever they do between two and three a is what they're about ready to do now. Okay. I don't have the audio on, so I don't know what what Coach Lovell's saying. He's reading something. I say next year we do some cross branding, and they have us on the show. <laughs> Cost branding. Yeah. We better grow our we we better grow the podcast way more before we can anticipate people <laughs> asking us. Jeff Andrews, Wapahani, the Andrews brothers. South, South Ripley coming in someone's garage. I'm gonna think I'm a little ahead of you. Yeah, you are a South I'm Ripley. Way behind on you guys. I don't know where um where Sevy's having that stuff at. Could text him real quick. We could probably get him in here. Coach Beach. Coach Beach, the younger. Uh oh. We got people. Somebody's in here. Neil's on wheels saying, let's go, Kyler. Oh, that's Isaac. Kyler fan. Steve Isaac <laughs> saying, let's ready for a good draw. Here we go. Sectional 33. <laughs> Sectional 33. Gary, 21st century versus Whiting. The winner gets Andrean. The, the bottom half is Bowman Academy versus Gary Lighthouse. North Newton versus Ileana Christian. They play the winner of North Newton versus Ileana Christian. Um, that's the, the two best teams in the opposite bracket. I mean, yeah, sure, that's what we want. That's what we want, right? Yeah. But it's not what we yeah. have to have. It's, it's not I – I just don't agree with the seeding part of it. But yeah, sure. It would be nice to have, you know, the, the two best teams. You know, I, I just want the two best teams to play. I don't care when they play, to be honest. I really don't. I mean, I'm one of those dudes. I'm going to be at every Carmel game from here on out. Um, but on nights they don't play, you know, like there'll be a Wednesday night. You know, whatever I'll be at the game Wednesday night because you know, the Carmel section is not going on. I want to see good games. I don't want to see you know necessarily seeded out games. 
North Judson sectional. Wheeler versus North Judson, the host school. The winner plays South Central Union Mills. LaVille versus Hebron. The winner plays South Bend Career Academy. Judson looks like they're the class of the sectional. Coach Cheesem's got things going going pretty well there with their, especially with the group of seniors that he's got. Uh, I mean, Hebron could maybe jump up and get them, but Judson's nineteen and three, seven and zero against one A teams and three and zero against sectional teams. Kyle, you got a fan. In. I do. Big time, man. Yeah, I think it's my buddy Niels. Nice. Westview sectional. Sectional 35, Cherubusco versus Westview. The winner plays Eastside. Fremont versus Prairie Heights. The winner plays Central Noble. Pretty balanced field. Central Noble having a good year in the wake of Connor Asijan and, and Logan Guard. They've, they've Done a good job of maintaining things. They're 16 and 6 this year. Westview's 13 and 7. Dominique, you know a little bit about that program? A little um, bit, yeah. Looks like they got the best draw here. <laughs> Prairie Heights. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Prairie Heights, but they're two seniors recently committing. They both commit to St. Francis. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Bachelor and and um Malone. Malone. Yep. Yeah, I would say Westview got the better part of that draw. Rochester sectional, sectional 36. Winnemac Community versus North Miami. The winner plays Wabash. Pioneer versus Lewis Cass. The winner plays the host school, Rochester. I mean, that's – you've got Wabash, Rochester, Lewis Cass, all above 500. I mean, I think – Wabash best draw there. Yeah, Wabash definitely has the best draw. Yeah, they got the winner of Winnipeg North Miami. Yeah, and they get a buy, <laughs> and they and they have the buy. So I would say yes. I would say, yeah, Lewis Cass had the roughest draw there. Sectional thirty six, no thirty seven. Sorry, South Adams. It's a good one. Adams Central versus Whitco. The winner plays Bishop Lures. Manchester versus Buff Bluffton. The winner gets to play the winner of South Adams versus Blackhawk Christian. Um, Manchester with Gavin Benton. Blackhawk, of course, they they're keeping things rolling. I mean, if if I'm, I mean, Adams Central sixteen and five. They definitely got the better, the best draw that bunch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Can Lures, Lures go in there? Can Lures yeah. go in there and get to the finals just because they're so much quicker and play such a stronger schedule than probably Whitco and Adam Central plays? Uh, yeah, I think they could. I definitely think they could. I was just getting ready to say that. Yeah, I mean they're eight and fourteen, but they've only played one one eight or one two eight team all year. And maybe they loaded up on one eight teams, but yeah, them and Blackhawk don't play a lot of two eight teams. You could see an all Fort Wayne final. I don't know if Manchester's got enough to get by Blackhawk. Delphi. I don't think so. Clinton Prairie versus Central Cat Lafayette Central Catholic. The winner plays Delphi. 
Seeger versus Carol Flora. The winner plays Covington. Uh, Flora, I mean, Carol, defending sexual champ. They got the best record coming in. This is a pretty decent field. All but one team is above 500. Um, Carol's kind of scheduled up a little bit. They're five and three against two A teams. Oh. They lost to Clinton Prairie by six. The regular they season. lost that Prairie. Clinton Prairie, yeah, by Man, six. This is a toss-up. He's got a text message to me that I had to return here after we get done doing this. I mean, I think Clinton Prairie got a pretty good draw to that bunch, right? Well, I mean, Central uh, Catholic out of the gate. It's pretty balanced sectional. That is very balanced. I think that's the most balanced one we've seen. Certainly among, yeah, certainly without having any, I mean, I think Carol's a heavy favorite, but other than that, it's pretty balanced. Sectional 39 at Taylor. Blackford versus Taylor. The winner plays Elwood. Um, Eastern Greentown versus Madison Grant. The winner plays the of uh, that plays the winner of Eastbrook versus Tipton. Madison Grant, Tipton, Taylor, all above 500, all with good records. We've talked a little bit about Tipton, a decent amount. Grady Carpenter and, and Nolan Swan. Madison Grant, good group of seniors. Taylor, kind of a mixture of young and old. Um, Taylor's got some interesting athletes that I think that some of the schools don't see on a regular basis. I know Elwood feels pretty good about the season they've had, but they may just be like a year or two away from making a lot of noise. It'd be interesting Monroe, that Grant and Tipton matchup. Yeah. Sectional 40, Muncie Burroughs versus Winchester. The winner plays West Dell. Alexandria versus LaPel. The winner gets the winner of Wapahani Monroe Central. Last year, this was a banger. Yeah. I, I think Wapahani was still, I don't think they, I think they were in it with Monroe Central. Uh, this year, Wapahani is the team with the, the stellar record. I mean, they were good last year, but Monroe Central was undefeated. Um, I mean, Wapahani is kind of the class of this group, but LaPel's got some talent. I, I got to imagine LaPel's not had the season they thought they were, would have. Um, They've run a couple of coaches out of there the last couple of years. That's not current coach's fault, but but um, they definitely um, probably not winning as many games as they thought they were going to with the number of kids they had coming back. Anything another break there? here. Yeah, I think they're doing another break. So we're going to do the 1A and 2A section on this podcast. And they're going full-blown commercial now. And then we're going to have a separate recording. So if you're listening to this on the podcast side of it, um, there will be a separate recording in your feed for the 3A and 4A draws. So look for that. Zach is uh, following along. He's texting me about some of the matchups. So he's watching soccer and <laughs> following along. Let's go. Multitasking. 
And that's the nice thing about streaming, though, is you could be at that game and still watch it. So there's 25,000 people at the game. Oh, yeah. It's no. is that the, women, is that women's soccer is crazy in this. Talk about – hold on a second. I'm walking around now, closing – Finally, time to close the patio door. U.S. got the win, 1-0 over Japan. I mean, so he's trying to get out of the stadium, trying to get to the car, well, keeping it, keeping up. I mean, we're the women's soccer team is a, is an easy draw. They they get a lot of people at their games, but I would venture to say a vast majority of her parents taking kids. But you talk about gender equity and equity and pay and all that stuff. And, you know, as, as much as I'm, a, I'd like to see everything attached to revenue at that, at that level. Um, the women's, women's national soccer team would be very well compensated in, in my, in my version of this. They're, they're back from commercial break. Some more team pictures. I don't. What team? What team is that? I don't know. I couldn't figure out the first one. The first one, yeah. You're a little bit Lutheran Saints. Your squad's coming up here, Jim. Uh, Elwood was the first one. Oh, Elwood was the first one. Oh, Greenfield. Yeah, they're at. They're at Meredith's house. Living room, though. That's his basement. Or no, no, it's living room. <laughs> Greenfield. Yeah. Nineteen and one, baby. What a good year. I think we're getting ready to move to sectional forty-one. Yep, here we go. Two A, sectional forty-one at Shenandoah. It's a five-team sectional. Northeastern plays Shenandoah. The winner gets Union County. The other semifinal is Hagerstown versus Knightstown. Uh, Northeastern's kind of the class of this sectional. Three buys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I w- and I wish all teams. I don't. I don't know how they would do it, but it would be nice if all these teams could, or sections could be at least six. Because we've got quite a few seventeen sectionals. I don't think we've seen an eighteen sectional yet. Sectional forty-two. Eastern Hancock, another five-team sectional. Irvington versus Eastern Hancock. They play the winner of Cecina, or the 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 they play the winner of that plays Cecina. The other half of that section is Riverside versus Triton Central. I mean, and oh, I kind of hate this. Yeah, I mean, Cecina, Eastern Hancock, Triton Central, all really good. I think Eastern Hancock probably has the a leg up. They've scheduled up a little bit. They just uh, played Newcastle, didn't they? Yeah, they they play Greenfield Central during the year. I think they play New Pal during the year. That's a lot of their losses. They just beat Union 89 to 7. Triton Central also schedules up, though. A lot of 3A teams, but no 4A team. Uh, Shelbyville. I don't think that counts this year, just yet. Cascade, another five team sectional. Sheridan versus University. That kind of sucks for Sheridan. <laughs> the, win- the winner plays Cascade, Park Tudor versus Covenant Christian. 
I mean, I would say university got what they wanted. They got Covenant Christian oh, yeah. and, and uh, Park Tudor in the, the opposite half of that draw. I mean, Sheridan's good. They're going to be – they're a year away. They're – I mean, right. you know, they're um, – Give me a Park Tudor university rematch, please. Yeah. University, man. They've been – they're kicking butt. They're 19-1. They've had wins over Westfield. They've had wins over Park Tudor. They had they beat Decatur Central the other night. They beat Chittard handily. They've got wins over Ron Colley, Burboff. I mean, they've they kind of stacked their schedule a little bit and they've they've lived up to it. Saving Kane is kind of the real deal. Breakout year, man. Sectional 44, Southmont. Greencastle versus Park Heritage. Park Heritage is really young. The winner plays South Putt. The bottom half is North Putnam versus Southmont. The winner of that plays Cloverdale versus Riverton Park. Pretty balanced sectional among the top four teams. Uh, Park Heritage, like I said, 14 and nine. They're a very young team. Greencastle is a six, six and 16, but they're also very young. I believe they start two freshmen. Or if they don't both start, they both play quite a bit. Um, I think I had Southmont pretty high pretty close to my top 10 coming into the year. I think they've lived up to it. Um, most of those teams play a two way schedule. So not a lot, not a lot of telling, not a lot to tell there as far as schedule up. Here we go. South Ripley, Switzerland County versus Milan. The winner gets Hauser. Um, the other half of that bracket semifinal, I'm sorry, is North Decatur versus South Ripley, the host team. North Decatur by far having the best season of this group, but South Ripley has had some success against teams in this sectional. And I'm trying to think when they played each other, if they played each other, North Decatur beat South Ripley by 12, but Kyler's guy, Cole Henry, might be the best yeah. player in that sectional. Southwest I have good records over. in this one. This thing's a banger, man. This thing is yeah. incredible. Henryville versus Austin. I mean, and it's all – they're all in the bottom half. Wow. The winner <laughs> plays Southwestern Hanover, who, who actually has the best record. But then the bottom half is Brownstown Central versus Pekin, Clarksville versus Providence. Um, so three of the top teams in that section on the bottom. I mean, Southwestern Hanover being the host school with a bye – and an easier path. I don't know. They're just yeah, that's a dog fight of a sectional. Pretty good draw there. I feel bad for my boy Jake. You know, Brownstown year, right away. Brownstown right away. I mean, they they probably they should have won their sectional last year. They won it two years ago. And then you think, okay, we got our key guys back. We're gonna do really well. And then they move Brownstown, moves down into their sectional, <laughs> and they and then they're in the same sectional with Providence as well. So Southwestern Hanover, I saw them against South Ripley. I wasn't super impressed with them. Um, but they had the best record of everybody. I mean, so in this sectional. But we know Brownstown's played up. And they've scheduled up. Henryville probably having a better year than what most people thought. Or I, sometimes I confuse them with Lanesville. But... North Knox sectional. <laughs> Do what? So Lanesville is not having a good year. Lanesville is not having a good year. Sullivan versus North Knox. The winner plays Eastern Green. 
North Knox, I'm sorry, Sullivan plays South Knox. The winner plays Eastern Green. North Knox plays Mitchell. The winner of that plays Paoli versus Linton Stockton. Uh, you know, the bottom half of that is probably a little bit no, South Knox and Eastern Green. Yeah, the bottom half's a little tougher than the top half. So Sullivan kind of got what they wanted. No, against South Knox be pretty good. My boys Mitchell got a winnable first game. Yeah, Mitchell North Knox. Let's go Blue Jackets. Two worst, two worst records go. going at it. Linton. I mean, Linton's the class of that sectional, but there's some other teams there with, with good records that could jump up and and beat them. We got one sectional left, and we're going to take a break. South Spencer, 19-1. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've been impressive this year. Tell City, sectional 48, the last of the 2A sectionals, 16 sectionals, South Spencer versus North Posey. The winner plays Perry Central. Crawford County versus Forest Park. The winner plays Tell City. You know, two best teams right away. Two best teams right away, but, I mean, South Spencer's kind of the class of that sectional. Yeah. I mean, North Posey's 4-1 against sectional opponents when they played each other. Uh, let's see, South Spencer beat North Posey by 23. So South Spencer's been able to keep it rolling. How many 1A teams they play? They didn't play that many 1A teams in a couple, but they, they play some 3A and 4A teams. So they, they've got a decent schedule to prep them. So any, anything uh, anything else you want to say before we stop this before we stop this one? Section 46, man. That one really stood Section, out right there. Section 46, that's, yeah, Southwestern Hanover, Town. Yeah. yeah. Dog Providence, Providence. yeah. Man. Some good stuff. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to pause this. This is going to be the end of this podcast. There's going to be a different podcast on, a, on your feed for 3A and 4A. So, th- everybody, thanks for listening. Kyler and, and Dominique, stay here. I'm not ending the room, just stopping <laughs> the recording, okay? Yes, sir. Cool. Let me uh, get this up so I can see the buttons.